Love this podcast? Support it and sponsor today. Simply head to OzCastNetwork.com for details. How powerful is the Cox Network? So powerful that one day, the internet will let your doctor perform miracles from thousands of miles away. Connecting to remote operating room. Giving a whole new meaning to the term house call. Operation complete. The Cox Network. With gig speeds everywhere, it's internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, bringing us closer. In Cox serviceable areas, speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms apply. Other restrictions may apply. There's three sides to every story. There's my side, your side, and the truth. Which Kelly are you? Edward. People call me Ned. I photograph what my conscience asks me to. He's disabled, I'm this carer. You're blind. He's an equal opportunity employer. The kids who are sick cannot do the hip-hop anymore. G'day and welcome to The Curb. My name's Andrew Pierce, and this is the podcast that's all about culture, unity, reviews and banter. This podcast is proudly recorded in the lands of the Wajak people of Perth region and the pay respects of their elders both past, present and emerging. On this particular episode, I catch up with the director of the short film The Throwback, Louise Bertoncini. And I caught this short film at the WA Made Film Festival, which screened a couple of months ago here in Western Australia. And it's with great pleasure I get to be able to announce and and share the news that uh, the throwback will be screening online as part of the St Kilda Film Festival. So between the 12th and the 20th of June, you can watch a whole bunch of short films on the St Kilda Film Festival website, stkildafilmfestival.com.au, and a whole bunch of the short films are going to be available to watch there for free. And I highly recommend watching The Throwback. It is a wonderful, wonderful short film that I think that this particular interview will give you the... um, the insight into why I love this film so much. I wrote a review, which I'll stick in the show notes on the website, thecurb.com.au, which you can give a read, and that in itself will hopefully give you even more of a boost to check this film out when it's screening during the St Kilda Film Festival. I won't uh, dilly-dally around. We're going to jump into the interview because it's a really wonderful one, and I'm really grateful to have been able to spend the time to talk with Louise uh, and also to honor somebody as great as Mel who we talk about in the uh, the interview and Mel was somebody who ran a uh, network video in Mount Hawthorne and unfortunately it's closed now but her fighting spirit to try and keep it alive was just wonderful uh, so yeah jump into the interview with Louise Bertoncini director of the throwback a lot of clientele consciously come in to make sure it's still here. I think a lot of it is nostalgic. They want to keep something alive. Every Tuesday was like a ritual because Domino's had the cheap Tuesday. Order the pizza, go to the DVD shop, go get the pizza and then go home. We didn't have a lot of money growing up and so the treat was to go to the DVD shop. I grew up in a small town, so we were at the local video store every week. Even though it was essentially about the movies, it's it's now maybe moved to consciously keeping something alive and maybe consciously keeping Mel in business. I don't know. I guess I want to start off with asking a basic question, which is 
how did you get an interest in filmmaking? Where did your filmmaking journey start? Um, I, you know, I think it just, like a lot of people, it just came from, you know, really loving movies growing up and, you know, watching lots of videos, you know, you know back, in the, back in the day. So it really came from that. And then I, I, um, I had a, a friend who said they were doing, um, it was at the time, when I, when I started the course, it was a mass communication degree included film and tv and i was like that sounds really interesting and so i looked into that and i thought yep i'm going to do this and um like along the way like they changed the structure of it and it became like a like a a uh like so i did film and tv and, and multimedia design and i just loved it like i loved it from the first day i like i just was like yeah this is definitely what i want to do i mean i always had trepidation around like you know how am I going to make money from this in the long run? But I just enjoyed it so much. So I was like, I'm just going to, you know, just jump in and, and just see what happens. And so, yeah, that's kind of kind of how it started. And I met and I and when I was studying, I just met such great people that I kind of, you know, collaborated with when we were, you know, students. And then and then even beyond that, like professionally, we would we would work together. So it's been, you know, it kind of started from a love of movies and then just a love of the process and the and the people that I came across. And where did you like? What sort of films did you watch and admire when you were growing up? What was your, what was the thing that you reached for on the shelf? Um, well, when when I was in high school, I just was like mad about Jim Carrey. I loved, I loved his movies. I loved Ace Ventura. I watched it like a million times. I like, I remember I went on a on a trip when I was like sixteen to New Zealand and I like ha- like I packed the VHS I didn't I'd like I don't know why but I thought you know if there's an opportunity I'll watch this movie that I've watched like a thousand times over there so that I was like my big thing um I was like I always liked comedy um uh yeah when I was when I was growing up and um yeah that was kind of that's kind of how it started and I did but I before I like knew that you could study film and tv like when I was early high school I thought oh yeah I mean I'd like to be a journalist because it would be good to kind of like write stories about people so I kind of feel like um you know I feel like that initial idea of maybe maybe I'll be a journalist is what has like come out like later in my career and wanting to make documentaries you know I think it's, it's that kind of same basis idea is like you know, it's, you know t- telling stories about real people mm, yeah and so with that, we'll jump to the City Events and Film Project, which is in partnership with the Relation Film Festival. Uh, how did you, where did you learn about this and, and what was kind of your uh, initial thoughts on jumping into, uh, entering into the project? Um, well, I actually have seen it like year after year. Um, like I, I always see it advertised each year and I was thinking, oh, you know, maybe that's something I should look into I always like notice like kind of like late in the process when it's like when they they've announced who they've chosen or whatever. Um, but uh, this this year, or the, you know, two thousand and nineteen when I did it, um, I had moved into the city of Vincent, and so um, I just felt like, like more connected to the idea of making about the area. And um, I had recently done a mentorship through uh, WIFT. WA, where you get kind of partnered with a mentor who, you know, gives you advice on where you want to take your career. And uh, I, you know, had said to this woman, I was like, you know, I want to be 
you know, I want to make documentaries, like I've, I, but I'm just not really sure how to segue into doing that. And she gave me the advice of like, you just need to do something short and like learn through that and then you can move on to something bigger. And it's really obvious advice, which I have been told before, but there was something about being told it at that point in my life. That I thought, yep, it makes perfect sense. And then I, and it was around the time the City of Vincent um, film project was taking submission. So I said, yeah, I'm just going to do it. And so, yeah, so, so I um, was looking for an idea and then I came across Mel and I reached out to her and I thought she would think that I was a bit mad, but she was like totally on board from, from the very beginning. And so like the rest was kind of history. It was, was um, yeah, it was like really excited to be selected and, um, and uh, it was like a really great process. Like it was, I loved it. I loved everything about it and I highly encourage anybody else to, to, to do it it's like it's really fun yeah well it's i mean the results have always been very entertaining and interesting and and i think that certainly in this day and age we're recording this during the uh covid19 whatever we want to call this the time of covid19 i guess and and yeah. the uh the australian arts has kind of um been abandoned by the government and all that kind of stuff and yet you know, it's great to see City of Vincent out there. And I know that this has been going on for years, but it's great to see them out there and supporting filmmakers and artists and getting stories about the community out there and, and being told. Um, what does that yeah, mean for totally. you as a filmmaker? Like what having that kind of avenue? Well, I, I think it's great and because it, it's really still so rare to see um, any kind of film and TV stuff uh, in you know, from, from a from a Perth perspective, like specifically Perth, like there's just you just really you really just do not see a lot of your um, recognisable community display. You know, like, you know, fed to you over the TV. So I was just really interested in telling um, a local story that was still entertaining. You know, like it it, does, it doesn't. I feel like there's really that um, kind of idea, unless it's like. Um, about something else or, 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 or related to like, you know, like it's a story from somewhere else that we're, we'll only be entertained by it, you know, but it's, it's interesting to see things that you recognise in front of you and people that you recognise and, and characters. I don't mean like, speci- like a specific character, I mean a type of character that mm. you can identify with or you can kind of recognise as, you know, a similar, similar character to who you've experienced in your life. So I really, I really did like, really did like that idea and I really did enjoy watching all of the films that that got made because it's just it's just nice to see um local stories you know that are you know not news stories you know like actual films yeah and it it helps color what the the community is and color who makes up the community as well and shows especially with your film Yeah, and and especially with the throwback, like it shows a community coming together to uh, engage in something that we all do, which is watch movies and and also support a small business and stuff like that. And unfortunately, Mel has gone out of business with the the network video there, but it's still, you know, there were still people who were visiting it and supporting it and championing it and showing that there is a, a need for something like that in the community. And that's what I, I love about this, this film is that it shows, it highlights um, the need for community, highlights the need for people to come out and 
join together and be with one another. It's a, it's really, um, it's quite a sweet and joyous little film. Um, I'm curious for you what the kind of planning process was with getting those people on board and telling that particular kind of story. Did you have an idea of how it was going to play out as you were uh, before you were filming? Well, not not really. Like the the, I, the the kind of premise was like, let's see if um, Network Video can be the last DVD store in Perth. Like that was like, this is the film that we're going to try and make. But so quickly, it became about the community. Like I had an idea that you know that she would have loyal customers, but it was just much much more than that. Um, and it was you know it was very interesting how connected people are to like the nostalgic idea of the, the video store. Like we, so many of us film it, uh, feel it. And when when we started filming, I was just like, I loved being in the store because it just brought back like all of these memories of my childhood. And I like it was it was really. Um, fantastic. So it became not so much about you know this you know race to the to the bottom really like being the last video store, but it became more about well this is this is really important for a, for a whole bunch of reasons, um, and um, more focusing on that and kind of uh, you know uh, yes people feel nostalgic about their local store, but there also is something really special about Mel. You know she she's more than just a, a small business owner. She really does go out of her way to help people in ways that we could not have possibly covered in a 10 minute film. Like she, she really does do lovely things. So she, she became like way more um, layered than, than I could have known at the beginning because I didn't know her as a person. Um, and yeah, the community that she had around her and, and that she made great efforts to, to make people feel connected that very quickly became the most interesting thing about the story. So that's what we kind of, decided to, to focus on. Mm. She is such a beautiful person and somebody who I'm thankful to know and, and I'm sure that everybody who meets her is thankful to know her as well because she just lights up the room and is just full of so much energy and that just, you know, pours off the screen so well. Um, what's it like yeah, to have I somebody... Feel, I, I definitely feel lucky to have met... I feel lucky to have met all the people in there, but yeah, she, she really is amazing and she's a really nice, like, you know, people get sick of seeing, like, bad news all the time she's like one of those people that makes you feel good if you talk to her because she um she does a lot of good you know for no for not you know without wanting recognition like she genuinely helps people um to help people Mm. like that radical kindness yeah 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 that's it radical kindness yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) what's it like to have a character like that as your central focus of a film it was good you know it was really good i it was you know um, it is kind of uplifting and you know obviously you only have a short amount of time to to make the film and um, you know it, it we didn't know if the store was going to stay open or if it was going to close and I thought you know if it, if it doesn't close does that mean that we don't have an ending to the film like obviously I didn't want it to close but I was wondering what would be our ending if it if that doesn't happen um, and it was really lovely that it it didn't happen because it was because we were able to show that like regardless of what happens whether you win or lose you can still be a hero you know like because that's really not to overstate it but that's really what she is so she's she, she's she's done a, a lot of really great things so she's she's a winner with or without the store you know she did achieve a lot so um so yeah so i i, I don't know just like lots of it was like a really kind of like life-affirming process you know which is which is so nice to be able to 
but you know not many people have that and you know I was worried to you know lots of people watch documentaries because they want to see like the nitty gritty like dirty stuff that they don't normally see in everyday life so I was not sure if people would in, you know enjoy something that is you know you know pleasant and cheerful but it, but people have so it's been really it's been really nice. Well, I think in, it's, you know, it's something that we need more of, that, that kind of um, hopefulness and the, the positivity, and, and this film has a lot of it in there. Um, I'm curious for you as well, like the, the, there are moments where you cut back to younger versions of Mel, uh, played by a young girl. <laughs> what was the decision? How did that come about? And, and when did that was, when was that decided upon? Um, so that, um, I kind of had that idea um, I think after the initial interview, so we, we but we went back and interviewed Mel a couple of times. Um, so I think I had that idea after the first interview, and it was just because we were talking a lot about, um, you know, the reason why she purchased the store. So I was like, well, how do we best show, um, you know, uh, how do we best, you know, illustrate this? And I thought, you know, why don't we, you know, kind of have this throw these throwback scenes where we have like a young male and she's going to her local store just to show that the store has been important to her before she was even even the owner so that's kind of how that came about and was like well this idea really all hinges on like you know finding someone that you know looks somewhat like her and um yeah we found this um young actress relatively easily who had the same hair as her so we were <laughs> like it's a sign you know this is this is great so um so yeah, so that that I kind of uh, just thought it added like a nice element to to the story. Yeah, it's really sweet, and it adds that that connection. Uh, you know that that the nostalgia that video stores have that people have when they they head along and you know had the, all those opportunities to watch certain different things, and just I, I think that's something that um, I'm glad that this film exists to capture that kind of feeling because uh yeah. you know certainly in perth at least we've got uh one left i think one more video store left in uh malaga i think it is um and it just kind of i don't know it's an experience that a lot of kids nowadays wouldn't have an understanding of of what it's like you know if they want to watch a movie yeah. they just load up their playstation and watch netflix yeah and it's just not the same, and I, and you won't be able to explain how it's not the same to somebody that's never experienced it. But it, it just hundred percent isn't. Um, and uh, one one of the ladies that we interview, um, one of the staff in the store, Karen, she says she says in the film, she's like, in five years' time, that's when they'll miss us. And I think that's completely spot on. Everyone now is like, yeah, you know, like that's the way life goes. But people, you know, it was it was a it's a really special thing, and it's going to be gone, and that's really sad. It really is, yeah. And I think, I mean, in in a hopeful manner, I do, I do hope that in some form down the line that these come back in some form, like as almost as a nostalgia box in a way. Um, but you know, only the future can tell what will happen there. At least, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I do hope so as well. I mean, there is the idea which I see being written about more and more is that you know, um, unless you've got like a hard copy of the film, like a disc. Um, the, the filmmakers can change the films, you know, like if they're on the streaming services, like they can very easily make like small alterations and then like upload them again. So, you know, like, like I'm sure you know about the 
the Toy Story three mm. scenes that they that they change. Like there's a there's a few examples of those where I just think, you know, maybe people might, you know, latch onto that and that might help the you know, the resurgence of, of these types of stores in, you know, the future. Well, even like on Disney Plus, like uh Splash had been edited in one yes, scene I to know. add extra hair. It's like Yes. Ridiculous, you know, and that can happen, but you know, that can happen, you know, easily now. Don't have to redistribute all these hard copies. So, so yeah. So hopefully that's something that that works in the favour of the rebirth of the video store in the future. I mean, and like Mel has put all of her stuff into storage. So um, yeah, I, I do really do hope that one day she can she can like come up with a way of bringing that back and, and being successful. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, now, I, I saw this at WA Made Film Festival where you won mm-hmm. the audience prize. Uh, congratulations for that. Um, but I yeah, it was to... so exciting. Oh, it's really exciting, yeah. It was so so nice to see all these WA films. And so, I mean, they were all brilliant, absolutely brilliant films mm-hmm. there. But um, it was great to see that yours won as well. Um, but <laughs> one of the things which in the Q&A that occurred as well, I, I thought was really amusing is, stuck with me quite a bit was that one of the people had asked uh whether the the customers were actors or not um which i, I thought know, was just so, was so <laughs> yeah um, <laughs> but what was it like having so like everybody bevan in particular is they're all just so energetic and exciting people what was that like to to find so uh, enjoyable characters like that oh it it really like i'd like to take credit for it but really it was you know it was kind of like a bit of luck. Like we, we had discussed with Mel that we wanted, you know, like a big part of the DVD store was like, we don't want people just to think it's it's only old people coming in because that's not the case. Like Mel was like really firm on the idea that there are all types that come to the store. So we wanted to make sure that the people that we were interviewing were from all different kind of demographics um, and ages and whatever. And so so um, Mel just gave, gave me like a bunch of names of, of people that might be interested that she had kind of like flagged with them beforehand and some people didn't want to do it, some people weren't available and, and, and you know, I, I had a conversation with everyone on the phone obviously before we did it and I could just kind of tell that, you know, we were onto, onto a good thing and so we would, it really was just luck that all these people were um, just really engaging and, and um, you know, charismatic and interesting and sweet and like all these like, great things that you kind of want to see in characters. So we, we kind of got pretty lucky. Mm, yeah, I think so. And they're all very entertaining and engaging and, and just beautiful and adds a warmth to the film as well. Um, yeah, so- and, we, and we wanted to go, um, like obviously it would have been, you know, easier to just interview them, like to get them to come down to the store and, and interview them there. But we, I really wanted to go out to their houses because that's where you watch your films, your your house does often say a lot about you, and if you don't go to the DVD store, that's kind of where you're stuck. So it was <laughs> like it was kind of quite important to me to, to actually go out to their houses and and kind of have have that framing framing them, just so you could find out a little bit more about who they were just visually. Yeah, yeah. I'd be curious to yeah. hear what their reactions are now that the shop is closed as well. Um, to hear what yeah. they're, they're, they've lost and, and are missing too, because I think that that's the other thing as well, is that, that it's we celebrate it while it's there, but then to mourn it while it's gone is um, 
is another thing altogether. And, and it's such, I mean, for so many people, it, the, these places were, were, you know, they were like churches in some ways. <laughs> you go along mm-hmm. every weekend and rent, um, you know, 10 VHS for seven bucks or whatever it is, weeklies and just, uh, yeah, it was just a whole experience that, yeah, you would just miss it. It's gone. <laughs> yeah. And it's yeah, so sad. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I would, I would like to go back and yeah, and to, to talk to everyone, yeah, just to find out, particularly Mari, um, who was the the older lady with the dog. I would, I'd like to see because you know, to her in particular, it was like a really big part of her weekly routine, you know. And and she does live alone, and it was a a big social outlet. So I'd like to kind of just see how she's going, really, and and um, yeah, how she feels about it all. Yeah, yeah. I I like to know that she's safe and going okay. Um I think they're all they're all just wonderful people. Um so <clears throat> it's played at different festivals around Australia um and internationally as well. What's it like being able to show it to the home crowd at Revelation at WA Maiden down at Cinefest Oz? What was that like? So good. That like that they've all been great and you know we've been really fortunate to to get into all three of those festivals, but the Revelation screening was was really fantastic. Like there was such a great energy in the room. It was for the get your shorts on, and um, you know it was like a full house and a very um, well, particularly for the City of Vincent films. It was a very sympathetic crowd. You know, like a lot of them were from the area and a lot of them um, knew Mel. So it was it was great. It was actually like the best the best thing ever, really, because. Um, Everyone enjoyed it. Everyone was laughing, like, much more than I had thought that they would. Like, people were really, um, really getting into it. So it was, it was like, it was pretty incredible. It was, it was, it was fantastic. Yeah. Oh, that's really good. Um, yeah. And it screened overseas, is that right, in Canada? Yeah. So it, it uh, screened at uh, Canada Shorts Film Festival and, um, um, we just got an email going, oh, you know, congratulations, you are like a, a winner at, you know, at the Canada Shorts Film Festival. And I'm like, oh, you know, that, that's great. And probably just, you know, like a small festival, you know, probably not that big. We didn't really know anything about it when we entered. And then so once we they told us we won an award, we, we looked into it a little bit more. And there was like hundreds of entries and international entries and really high standard entries. So we were like, way more thrilled you know when we when we figured out that it was you know, it was quite a quite a, a a big thing so that was that was really so exciting to, because the grand prizes are like the kind of like favorite film of the festival which i didn't even know um and so and then um the um the local newspaper um uh did a, a story on the film because hit the the um uh, i think his name is David Bell, he, he was he kind of had done quite a few stories on Mel and how her business was going and the struggles that she was facing. And he um, so he knew that uh, about the film. And then when he heard we had won some awards, he chased up the jury, like he sent an email to the jury just to get some comments about how it went and what they thought. And the, the, the comments that they came back with were so nice and, like, again, life-affirming. Uh, so... It was that that whole you know getting into that festival and, and getting some some awards was was like was great it was really great I'm really like proud of um, the team which was just 
me and the producer, Jenny Crabb, and the cinematographer, Tim Fitzgerald. It was just us three, like, doing it for love. So that meant a lot, you know. It, it kind of helps to make it all, you know, worth the worth the yeah. many, many hours. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's, I mean, yeah. it's, a, it's a real achievement. It's great. Um, so... I know that now at this point in time, it's hard to probably look forward and see what you're going to be doing next and all this kind of stuff. But what's your plans and hopes for the future? What do you, what, what's kind of like the one thing that you really want to achieve going forward as a filmmaker? Uh, Well, I'd like to make it, you know, like a full length documentary. Um, That would be, that's like what I really do want to do. So I'm working towards that, you know, as best as I can in the current environment. So, I'm um, developing some new projects and have applied for funding, um, but I'm also wanting to, um, you know, potentially make the throwback into a longer film as well because we have a lot more of the story to tell and I think that it could be told, um, you know, with the longer duration. So just kind of seeing how I could make that happen. Like we have continued to, to film after we delivered the short film. You know, we've got more material and obviously the, the store the situation of the store progressed since then as well so um so yeah i'd like to i'd like to make that into a longer film and i'd like to um develop some new ideas which is what i'm kind of like currently working towards what does yeah. it yeah yeah that's really i mean i'm excited to see what you do next as well what does it mean to be a creative person at this time as well i i know it's probably a hard question to ask but it's like I know what I can achieve and what I can do, but I feel sorry for all, all the, the creative people who are trapped in homes and stuff like that. And uh, thankfully, um, WA has just announced that we're going to lift some of the restrictions and things like that at the moment. But um, I can only imagine what it's been like. So what's what's the last few weeks been like for you? What's the last few weeks been like for me? It's, it's been really tough, um, you know, because, well, like I, I have, I have two kids, so being locked down with two kids is, is, you know, in itself is pretty hard. But I have, you know, been trying to continue to to work to earn money and to to try and um, submit uh, ideas for funding. So I like I've had like a lot to juggle, like every like everybody else. You know, it's not obviously it's not it's not um, just me. It's it's been it's been tricky, but. Um, you know, it kind of, yeah, it just, just forces you to sleep less to get more done. I guess that's the, the only way I've been able to do it anyway. Um, but I am thrilled that, you know, things seem to be going in the right direction. And um, and even just being able to see people now is, um, is great. Because that's, you know, that's hard on, like, regardless of work, being, you know, isolated from the people that you love is, um, is probably the hardest part of it. So I'm glad that things are... The restrictions are being lifted and the virus numbers are going in the right direction. Yeah, yeah. And I I mean, I don't know if this is going to become a regular thing asking people when I, I do interviews, but it's because of the situation that we all find ourselves in. It's, I don't know, it feels like, it feels like the thing that we need to ask and, and explore and, and discuss because things are going to change in the future. And hopefully, um, hopefully, you know, people like yourself are making films that, that will shine a light on a positive future and things like that. Certainly I, I've watched the throwback um, 
because he gave me the the link and I've been very grateful for that because I've watched it multiple times and it's been a nice (laughs) it's been a really nice kind of thing to just sit here and be like ah this is nice and I know that like there's not a happy ending at the end of it network videos closed but it's still sitting around those people being in that environment and just being with characters like that is just a really calming kind of thing so yeah Thank you for that. Yeah, by least. the way, it's kind of, oh, oh, my pleasure. That's, that's amazing. I'm so I'm so glad that um that you enjoy watching it multiple times. I um I I mean that's one of the things because I obviously like I said I, I would like to make it into uh, a a longer film. But one of the things is this whole situation with COVID nineteen has put a real emphasis on how important community is, and when you are isolated from your community, how crap it is you know like how much it is like it's being a part of a community and seeing people how much that enriches your life so I kind of feel like you know the throwback does celebrate that idea so I'd like to expand on that because maybe you know you know that people want want that message at the moment right they're all they're all feeling it so maybe there's there's kind of something in that yeah, definitely. I agree. And and like for me, the last kind of venture that I had out to the cinema was for WA Made and, and watching, um, you know, all these, these great WA Made films and stuff like that. And that whole community that had just, it just, it exists. It's right here. It's at our doorstep. And, you know, Revelation does it as well, celebrating Australian films and all this kind of stuff. And there is just this reminder that, the filmmakers here are capable of so much and telling so many great stories. And that was kind of like the thing that I've held on to for the, the past few months um, is just knowing that there are people out there who are eager to tell stories, who are eager to entertain and, and bring a community together. And that is really important uh, it, from my eyes. And I, I yearn for the day where I can go back and sit in a room full of strangers and watch a film and just enjoy it together. That's, that's what I'm hoping for at least. I one hundred percent agree. Uh, like I can't, I can't wait till that. I can't wait to go back to the cinema again. And there is nothing like sharing an experience, like seeing a movie with with a cinema full of people. Like W O Made was was excellent. It was really inspiring. Um, you know that there there are such talented people here that can tell really interesting stories. And um, yeah, it's just a, yeah. I just wish that you know the wider community would kind of get that message because there's yeah there's such there is such um amazing people and amazing stories and amazing films that are being made just um we need the wider community to kind of jump on board Hmm. yeah i definitely think that's that's a great way of kind of wrapping it up i guess is that you know that message to the wider community and saying get out and support australian stories because it's uh, nobody else is telling them you know yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah exactly. Unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. That's it. Cool. Um, awesome. Well, that was that was fun. Yeah, that's good. Oh, thank you so much. I really enjoyed talking to you about it, and I love the film a lot. Like, it's just a, it's such a a wonderful nostalgia boost and and trip and all this kind of stuff. But the way that you present it too is just so like the visuals and the mood and the styling and everything is just, it's not your basic sit down and interview people kind of film. Like, no, not trying yeah, to. That, 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 yeah. That, that really like that is, um, you know, working with, with him who is the cinematographer. It was like, we wanted to make something that was like a documentary, but we wanted 
a little bit cinematic and he had all these ideas on how to elevate, you know, uh, like a simple interview to, to make it, you know, like a, a feel a little bit more special. So that was all, you know, his genius. Yeah, I love it. It's so great because it just it just makes it feel like so often you sit down and watch a documentary and the subject is interesting and all this kind of stuff, but it's just people sitting in chairs and stuff. And that's still interesting. Don't get me wrong. But yeah. it's just, it kind of um, doesn't reflect the personality of the story that's being told. Uh, whereas here yeah, yeah. it does. And it's just, it lifts it up that all that, all that more. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, I totally agree. And that's, that's definitely what like I want to do is, is, is do is make more cinematic documentaries because there's no reason why you can't you know like I, I understand that you know you know budgets are, are always tight but there are things that you can do to, to make it yeah to make it you know feel a bit more special yeah yeah um who do you watch in the in regards to documentaries what's the kind of the filmmakers that you look to well I like I not really a specific filmmaker I just like I love what I I, I could watch just like straight interviews all day all night like i i just like hearing people talk i like hearing i like deeper meaningful conversations i like when people reveal themselves so i'm i'm like anything that that is gonna kind of give me some insight i'm happy like i'll i will watch so there's yeah no one like really specifically that that i follow but i'll just watch it i'll watch yeah i'll just watch interviews till the cows come home but i, I watched <laughs> like the, the most recent thing i watched was the um, the circus of books. Oh um, yeah, yeah, it's had, really good. Yeah, had, yeah. It's, it's, but I did think there was obviously it's not gay porn, but like there are some parallels with our films, like the idea of you know the community, the community that builds around um, a business like that. So I thought that was, I thought that was really, um, I thought that was really interesting. Um, and I like in terms of interviews, like I really like. Um, I watch Howard Stern interviews all the time. You know the radio, oh yeah, yeah, the radio DJ. He's like really great at interviewing people, and so like I I enjoy enjoy watching that. Like uh, yeah, I like I like lots I like lots of stuff. I'm I'm like not um like I'm not too specific. Like as long as as long as it's interesting and reveals something, I'll watch it. Yeah, that I think that's the main thing is that you got to have find that um like be open to anything really and experience yeah. and and look for the positivity and stuff as well uh is the main thing um like not yeah. everything's yeah. not everything's great but you you find that gem in a film that you can take away from and, and hold on to is the, that's how i look at films at least is like all right well sure the framework here isn't crash hot and all this kind of stuff but it has these elements that work and i like those and so yeah yeah and if it can i mean like if it can move you like inside right like that is that that's all i'm looking for like if i can like feel something um because of, of what i've just watched like that's that's all i want something and that's what i would like to make is like something that makes people um just feel something yeah, yeah. so it's pretty, like it's pretty like it's pretty simple but that's that's all that's all that i i think is um so that's what i think is, is the main thing and one of the ideas that i'm working on um it, it's the same thing it's like it, it's the um like an archival historical uh documentary but i really want to obviously tell the stories of the t- tell the sequence of events but really like focus on the positivity of the people that were involved you mm. know and um yeah so 
yeah, so hopefully that, that becomes a thing. Yeah. Well, I think it will do. Um, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, Great. Well, thank you very much for your time. I. Oh, thank you. That was so good. I, I so appreciate, like, all of, like, the your time and energy that you have given to our little film. Like, it, it really is, like, so meaningful to us and... I like, like, I just can't thank you enough. So that was myself, Andrew Pierce, and director Louise Burton Cheney talking about her short film, The Throwback, which is going to be screening online through the St Kilda Film Festival. And you can check that out at stkildafilmfestival.com.au. It is a really, really wonderful short film. There's going to be a whole bunch of other short films that are going to be available to watch there. And that is running from the 12th of June through to the 20th of June online. Uh, so certainly, you know, have you've got a whole bunch of time to be able to check out a whole bunch of really great films. Uh, and I know that there is some really, really wonderful uh, content on there to dig into. Uh, I really I enjoyed talking to Louise and I hope that you enjoyed it too. And certainly after watching the short film, come back and have a listen to the interview again or read my review. And hopefully you'll get that drench of nostalgia that I had when I was watching this particular film. I, I absolutely loved it a lot. And hopefully you like what we do here on The Curb. Uh, you can find more of the stuff, more interviews, more reviews, more articles on thecurb.com.au. Uh, you can also follow us on social media, The Curb, on both Facebook and on Twitter. We do have an Instagram page that I mostly put animals on there, my pets, my dogs, my cats. Um, you can also head over to patreon.com forward slash thecurbau for as little as a dollar a month. Helps keep the site independent and keep on going. I hope that you're all staying safe and, and sound in this time uh, of uh, confusion and, and uh, worry um, and looking after each other and looking after yourselves. Stay positive as much as you can. Uh, reach out for those in need. Uh, and if you need support, there is support out there for you. Lovely to uh, be in your ears for the last hour. And uh, yeah, I look forward to, to uh, providing more interviews and discussions for you in the future. Take care. this podcast support it and sponsor today simply head to oscastnetwork.com for details get great fall savings on all your home care and entertaining needs during the fall home care event at safeway head into safeway and get deals on products like clorox disinfecting wipes swiffer wet mopping cloths lysol all-purpose cleaner swiffer wet jet mopping pads mr clean multi-surface cleaner or lysol power toilet bowl cleaner Visit Safeway.com or head into your local store for more details. 
Offers expire October 31st. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary.